0: Time for illegal ham in face. But, but, but bro,
1: where's the banjo? There we go. Big Bri. What's going yeah. on brother?
0: What's up man?
1: Oh not much. We are legal hand of the face. I am that fat guy. I'm here with Big Bri and I'm also hey. here with my cousin Vinny. What's going on boys?
2: Good morning everybody. Vinny how's it going? Hey not too bad. How are you Big Bri? Real good. Real good. Beautiful day
1: out. It mm. is a gorgeous day here in Cleveland. It is hoodie weather still but it's shining. Right?
0: Sun is shining. All ready to get on the the links here in a couple weeks. That a boy.
1: So we are here in episode 49 of Illegal Ham of the Face. Uh, this is what we are calling Big Bri's mock draft and debut. So we'll be we getting into that a little bit later. Uh, Big Bri brought up our Fat Boy Tuesday, which is going to be chicken sandwiches. Because he mm-hmm. got caught sampling a chicken sandwich by his wife, which is okay. That happens.
2: That happens. Did I tell
1: you how it happened? No, I, you didn't tell me how it happened. You just told me it <laughs> happened. So I I
0: got it. I'm away home from work, and uh, by the time I got it home, it was cold. And so I threw it in our little toaster oven. And maybe two hours later, she was walking past that, and she smelled something. She goes, did you have fried food today? I go, huh? He goes, did you have fried food? And I kind of tried to play it off like, no, I didn't use the air fryer, no. But it smells like fried food. And I go, well, I kind of broke down and eventually told her the story. But man, I can't do anything without her finding out. I tell you what, <laughs> pizza, chicken sandwiches—she's so, all
1: over me. So what? It, what he ended up doing is, folks, he went to KFC to try their new chicken sandwich that came out. Because we're talking chicken sandwiches today And we're mm-hmm. going to give our top Fast food chicken sandwiches But that's the only one he hasn't tried yet So he had to go try it just to make sure That it was okay for him to try <laughs> I,
0: I had to be Legitimate here I couldn't give you a uh, Half ass answer
1: I, I, I totally agree I totally agree I, uh, I
0: I tried to explain to her it was intel for the show I didn't want to do it <laughs> But I got some of their French fries, too, just in case.
1: Oh, yeah, of course. You got to, right? <laughs> so how are their French fries? I never had their French fries. Are they good?
0: They're they're delicious. They're just like their JoJo's. They're just smaller.
1: Really? Yeah, they're good. Wow, okay. okay. Except I think I
0: got like nine or ten fries, and I don't know, whatever they gave me, a smaller or medium or whatever it was.
1: So it's kind of like uh, uh, Taco Bell when they came out with the nacho fries, where they really get four yeah. fries.
0: Yeah, I was a little disappointed. I don't know if it was just that location. I won't give it away, but uh I was a little disappointed at that. Could have could have had a couple more.
1: So for you uh, you for those of you that have just now started listening to us, all right, you can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. I actually put out a link tree. So if you search Linktree backslash illegal ham. It'll bring it up, and you can find our podcast wherever you want to look for it. Also, catch us on YouTube and our Facebook page. But like us, subscribe, give us a rating, let us know how we're doing. Comment to us, we love having comments because today the comments blew up on us, Brian. Because I threw out the uh chicken sandwich mm-hmm. debate, mm-hmm. and there is let's see here, Dave for Big Play chimed in, Mike Ped chimed in, Jay chimed in. So, we got a lot of people chiming in on their uh, favorite chicken sandwiches. So, it's going to be an interesting time. Uh, But Mm -hmm. right now, we are going to start out with our shout-outs. And our first shout-out, I'm going to give it out. Next week, we are off. All right? So, if you're looking for a legal ham next week, we are on vacation. The fat guy is turning 40, and he is gone. He is going on a vacay. He's celebrating his birthday. So, we are out that time. Also, I got to thank my two partners in crime on this show, Brian, Vinny. Thank you guys so much for everything you guys do. Vinny, everything you do, Bri, all the sports, everything, everything you guys do to make this show. I truly and greatly appreciate it because if it wasn't for you two, this thing probably wouldn't have gone off. So thank you guys because episode 50 is going to be a very big episode with a lot yeah. of special surprises that i have not even told Mariah about so
0: <laughs> well h- how awesome is that our 50th uh, episode is I know. a couple days before the draft in cleveland
1: and also possibly if we get it all worked out cheap ham party 3 coming soon coming soon we're we're in the works now we're trying to hammer down a time but we're trying to do it the saturday after the draft is over with a recap all of the nfl draft with the boys from the cheap seas podcast and if you don't know those two go check them out at cheap seas podcast or or cheap seas pod one <laughs> on twitter they're they're a blast um vinny do you have any shout outs this
2: week um actually i do the uh future wifey and i we went on out and uh had a little date night and actually where we went to it was called Pinspirations, inspirations like inspiration but with a p in front of it uh fantastic place you can um uh well the room that we got we call it it was called the splatter room and you sit there and you shake the uh uh the, you dip into paints and you sprinkle it all on uh, on a canvas, and you can do like one big canvas, or they have two small canvases. It was actually it was it was an awesome experience. She's the one that set it up. So uh, any guys out there listening and stuff, you know, you want to surprise your woman, it's fantastic. It's right there in Avon. Had a great time, nice. and it was it was pretty reasonably priced too. Nice. So I happened to, to get the price out of her on how much it all costs. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah she paid for it too so yeah (laughs) i was like oh that's awesome
1: is that it yeah uh, yeah that's the only one i got all right big bri you got any shout outs
0: good tip Vinny. i'll have to remember that Mm -hmm. um
1: yeah i guess
0: i'll shout out um this past weekend i went to a wedding for my wife's family my wife's cousin um and they've listened to the show a little bit so i'll shout them out krista and andy huge uh Huge Cleveland sports fans. They got introduced in their Cleveland Browns away and home jerseys. So that was pretty cool. I was rocking the Brown socks, So that I was a- right there with them. And yeah, we had a great time. It was out in your neck of the woods, actually. That a boy. Uh, North Olmstead, maybe, did I say?
1: Yes. It was just down the street from me, actually. St. Clarence Pavilion. Yeah, yes. Does that sound familiar? Yes.
0: Okay. Yeah. So not too far from there. I mean, uh, you
1: you had an excursion of beers though. You went from Bud Light to Bush Light <laughs> to Natty <did>. Light, <laughs> yeah, to Dortmunder. Yeah, no,
0: <laughs> yep, that that was a great thing about it. I could they had oh six or seven or eight different uh, cans of beer, and I was just like, all right, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll do a international tour, I guess. Uh, even though I didn't leave the United States a whole lot. Uh,
1: now did they yeah, go
0: Bud did, Light? bush light uh natty light i threw in there dortmunder um yeah those are the ones i remember anyways i'm sure there are a few more
1: did they go classy wedding with the bush light camo cans
0: they did not no we did not have the camo cans unfortunately so uh class it up a little bit
1: well they they, next time tell them you know if there is a next time (laughs) we gotta (laughs) go with the camo cans (laughs) All hey,
0: right. it was cold. That's all I asked for.
1: <laughs> and uh, it was free. No, that's that's even better. All right, even so ready. you ready? You ready to get in the show, bud? Mm-hmm. All right, so we're getting ready to do our trivia, so let me pop off our trivia music here, Brian. You ready? Let's do it. So I hope you heard what was in the background there, Bri. Um, Princess, our trivia is brought to you by Princess, who is bellowing downstairs, and also Papa V from Current Peel dot com. Princess got excited about something downstairs. I don't know what it is, but it's okay. She likes this question. She I'm likes sure. this question. So Big Bri, it is your turn. I hit you up with an Indians trivia last week. And you mm-hmm. said you got a special one for me this week. So let me hear, yeah. Bri. I-, I
0: wanted to since we haven't talked a whole lot of draft and we're only what two weeks away um, from this Thursday. So I had to hit you up with a draft question and this one requires a little bit of thought. So I gave it to you a little earlier. Um, I didn't give you any other help. I just gave you the question so you could think about it and give a, give some well thought out answers. So I'm looking for since the Cleveland Browns return in 1999, um, how many Heisman Trophy winners have been selected with the number one overall pick? Not
1: by I can, the, in total, not by the Browns, right?
0: In total, in, in the total. whole year. Okay. So, the last uh 21 drafts, okay. And I actually, I'm looking for their names, I can give you how many there are, so so that way you know, um, how many you got a name. There are seven, seven. different, yep, seven? and I guess I'll give you a small hint. They're all quarterbacks. I figured you'd assume that, but...
1: Well, no, because I thought the... Uh, yeah, okay, I got you. So, seven. All right. Seven quarterbacks. Seven drafted quarterbacks. number one overall.
0: Also won the Heisman. Also won the Heisman.
1: All right. All right. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. All right. So, big fella, let's talk some tribe. You ready to talk some tribe? <laughs> Yeah,
0: I think. I, I, I don't get the Bally's, so uh, i I, I, I got to just follow them on Sports Talk Radio and Highlights and ESPN app.
1: Well, the uh, they swept the Tigers, all right? They were 5-3. They're now 5-4. They lost last night to the White Sox on a very bizarre play, which we'll get mm-hmm. into that here in a little bit. But the sweep of the White Sox, the pitching, I'll tell you what, the pitching that the Indians have is unbelievable. Real right now, Bry. And if they can score four runs, they're going to win a lot of games. And that's but yep. right now, I want you to know this: we were all worried about the offense and what the offense was going to do. In nine games right now, they have I think it was fifteen home runs. They are yeah. second in the league, or like in the MLB for home runs. So they're getting all their wow. runs off the long ball. But, I mean, it's yep. it's by committee. It's not just by – we had Hosey go off for two. Franville went off for two. You had Cesar hit one. You had Luplo should have had two. So everybody's kind of getting into it, but it's sporadic. So it, it's comical how they're doing it. But people are starting – Framville is just crushing the ball. And if you – I know you haven't watched it. you got to go back and look at his uh, oppo homer. Brian. Mm-hmm for that man to muscle that thing out in the right field where he put it unreal like <laughs> unreal.
0: Yeah, that, that that's the Fram mill we've been waiting for that's the Fram mill we wanted ever since we traded for him and we kept hearing how we were getting this power hitter and he's shown small spurts of that but um we just need a little more consistency out of him. I, I still have high hopes for him. He's still a young dude. It sounds like he's a good dude. And so uh, hopefully he's in the Indians plans for the future because man, we need him.
1: Now we, you know, you and I both listened to sports talk throughout today where we work at, we just throw in the headphones and kind of zone out. They were talking about uh, this team and interviewing him, you know, at the beginning of the year. And I can't remember who was talking about it. And I apologize, but like, when they sat down and talked to him, like, you know, where do you guys kind of see yourselves and blah, blah, blah. This team has got a kind of chip on his shoulder, and I don't know if it's because of, you know, Frankie leaves and everybody's doubting him, or, you know, however it goes, but this team is starting to get gritty, and I kind of like the grittiness of this team because they're not getting blown out, but they're just, you know what I mean? Like, it's just a different style they're playing right now than because the back end of the bullpen throwing – you know, easily three digits. All of them could throw over 100. So Mm -hmm. you got that going for you. But also, your starting pitching is coming out and giving you quality starts right out of the gate. I mean, you got Bieber with 14, or no, 24 strikeouts in two games. And his ERA has skyrocketed to 3.6. Like, just imagine that. So, like, it's (laughs) just, you know, we sit there and laugh about it. But, I mean, this pitching staff they have got six to seven solid guys that can start and a lot of younger guys too. So it's going to Mm -hmm. be nice to see what this happens this year. But, you know, what do you think about this pitching staff and what they've shown out so far? Because you've seen the stats, I mean, strikeouts, everything else. It's unreal what they're doing.
0: Yeah. And it it might sound like I'm discrediting them or, or not giving them their due, but I've, I kind of had a feeling that the pitching staff would be one of the tops in the league. And, uh, you know, we've known that that's going to be the identity of this team. Now, maybe we weren't too sure about a couple guys in the bullpen or, you know, this Logan Allen, but we've been spoiled with great pitchers over the last 10, 15 years. So you assume as soon as you get rid of one good one, you just bring another one in and that's happened every year, seemingly for the last few. So Yeah, I I like it. I I give them a ton of credit. They're going to be the reason that we have success this year. I think unless the offense can really improve and probably the biggest surprise for me is, is the stat that you just read about, uh, the home runs because kind of knew the bats would struggle to drive in runs. Um, kind of knew that the pitching staff would be top notch and, but didn't see this power coming from this team. So, um, so, yeah, let's hopefully that they can keep it up and and hopefully uh, at least compete for the division. And it starts again with tonight. They had a, a rough one last night with uh with the White Sox. But, you know, if we can beat the White Sox and the Twins, we'll have a chance.
1: Yeah, and it's going to be, uh, you know, nobody's really kind of uh, set themselves out right now, you know, ahead of the pack. You know, the Indians were in first. I think they might still be tied for first. Might be whirling only nine games in of 162. But the question that I flubbed on you last week when we were talking, Tribe, Bri, as you came out with a bold statement last year, the pandemic year, your bold predict was that one of the pitchers would win to Cy Young, which that happened. Mm-hmm. Could you see that happen again for the Indians with this pitching staff? Could you see one of those guys win the Cy Young?
0: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean, it starts with Bieber, but... I wouldn't be completely, totally, utterly shocked if it was Plesak or Savale either because, you know, they're kind of in the same spot that Bieber was in. And to be honest, for me, I still need to see more from Bieber because last year was such a weird year. You didn't play the likes of, you know, the West Coast teams. You didn't play the Yankees. You didn't play uh, Tampa Bay or boston so you just kind of stayed within your division where you knew the hitters and you can bow them down and so i'll be interested to see the first time he pitches against a really tough lineup not to say that we don't have the twins or the white Sox, but um yeah i want to see him branch out and do the same thing because he had that one start in the playoffs against the yankees and you know that was Kind of a disaster for him, so I'm looking for him to prove to me that uh, that he can do it against all the teams in the major leagues, not just a few.
1: Yeah, yeah, and you know, I'm just excited. I oh, we got to see our boy Tristan McKenzie pitch. Mm-hmm. He did not get blown over by the wind. All right, <laughs> we're still going to take him out to like Mabel's or something. We're going to sit him down, and we're just going to—he's going to sit with us. We're going to eat some food with him. Be like, you're not leaving this table until we finish this. Come on, kid.
2: <laughs>
1: I I I just worry he is so skinny. And it just like give him a
0: little more Chipotle. Tell him we get three, four burritos if that's what it takes.
1: So have you seen Jose's dreadlocks that he's got going on right now? He's got the blonde dreads going. He can barely keep his helmet uh, on to begin with after the first few years. He can't do it now. <laughs>
0: I wish I could say I have seen that. Oh, I you, have, you would, you would honest. love it.
1: So the play that we were talking about about last night that kind of cost the Indians the game. Um, obviously, mm-hmm. they are doing a first base by committee. Committee, right? They are doing uh, Jake Bowers against right-handed pitchers, and they are doing Yu Chang versus the lefties. Well, last night Yu Chang actually in the sixth inning pulled out an amazing double play like an old Santana kind of style double play throat to second pitcher cover first. It actually turned out great. Tried to get in the ninth inning and he hit the batter in the back of the head and it was mm-hmm. a lost ball. And the guy from third ended up scoring to win the game. So he tried you know to do the double play to win it. And if he would have mm-hmm. just taken it to first, it would have been second and third with two outs. And Tito came out and said, you know, at that situation, he probably should have just did it to first you know, went to first, Got to sure out went from there and we could have, you know, figured it out from there. But I'm not going You're to crap right. with a guy for trying to make the double play because it might have been a little bit difficult, but still, you know, he was in the moment, in the moment at that point in time, especially on the reaction time that those guys got to deal with. If you got a mm-hmm. chance to turn a double play and you think you can do it, I'm not going to, I'm not going to fault you for trying it. You know. It's just right. one of those learning lessons that you probably should have taken that sure out at first and not stretch it, but you know, it is what it is.
0: Well, and like you just said, he 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 did it successfully a couple of innings before. Yeah, so was... you can't blame him for trying to do the exact same thing and thinking that it would work. It was just it was just kind of bad luck, to be honest. Uh, like you said, maybe you take the sure thing in that situation, but I don't know. It, it's it's one of one sixty two. It yeah. was a it was a bad break. You know, you get those in basketball and football all the time, where the ball just doesn't roll your way. So. Yeah, they need to recover from it, and I'm
1: sure it'll be fine. All right. Well, Bry, the Indians are back at it again tonight in Chicago. All right, we've still got, what, two more games with Chicago, then we go to Minnesota? Is it Mm. Minnesota or – no, Cincinnati. Oh, we go to Cincinnati next. Can't wait to talk to my brother-in-law about that. Chris, you want to make a bet on it? By the way, I forgot to tell you two. As a group, we have made a bet with Always Positive J. Okay. Okay. And it is for a t-shirt. And he has picked that the Browns will select a cornerback at 26. So it's either cornerback and he gets a t-shirt or it's the field. And one of us gets a t-shirt from GV okay. arts and studios or something of that nature. It's actually arts and apparel. Some of their stuff is actually really amazing. They have the Miles Garrett, uh, Jurassic park shirt. This is what they make. Oh, nice. So, we have that little bet going on. Um, mm-hmm. Also, we are still on cloudy Watch, Bri. Yeah. And I got to get, get your feelings on this. All right. So, what's your feelings on the Clowney Watch? Because he's supposed to be here. He's supposed to be here Monday. There was a, yeah. and I use air quotes, uh, flight problem to where he <laughs> travel, could not travel, tra- or... travel delay. Travel complications. He he couldn't get out till today. He's supposed to fly in tonight and meet with the Browns tomorrow. So, Bri, what's your thoughts about this whole thing?
2: Uh,
0: I I don't know how to feel about it. It's kind of like the girl that will give you the runaround, like, well, I can't do it this time. I can't do it that time. And, like, this is now, what, the third or fourth time that we've been close, air quotes, to signing Jadavian Clowney?
1: Yeah, I know. Happened a
0: couple times last <laughs> year. It's already happened, like, once this year. And so, I don't know. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that if they do sign him, I won't be a little excited. But So, um, hold on. where, where yeah. are you at?
1: If they do sign him, like, how excited are you? Like, is it is it a game changer for you?
0: So, on a scale of 1 to 10, a 10 being, like, we get Aaron Donald. And similar to, like, uh uh, when we traded for Odell Beckham and the whole city went nuts. Okay. If that's a 10 and signing JJ Watt is like an eight, I'd put it just below that at like a seven. Okay. I think so you, got, you, got, you can high, get excited about it.
1: You got high hopes What's
0: for that? Cloudy. Well, I I mean, maybe I just didn't have as high hopes as other people for Watt. I think it's, it would be a good signing. It wouldn't be a great signing. It'd be, Yeah. Like a 7 out of 10. Uh, Okay. I I don't know. So you're kind of like – Yeah, you're you're right. Maybe I'm still stuck in 2014 when he put that hit on Michigan in the uh, bowl game, and I remember that guy, but he's 28 years old. He's still got something left in the tank (laughs) if he can stay healthy. So another kind of low-risk deal, I think, if we just sign him for one year.
1: Well, for what the sources that everybody's actually talking about is he's actually flying in for a physical to see how actually he is. And if he mm-hmm. passes the physical, the contract's going to be done. So we'll right. see what happens. But I mean, that's the speculation of the rumors that are going on. <laughs> don't take our word for it, please. <laughs> because <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. You know, Check with the people who get paid for this.
1: Yeah. So don't take our word for it. <laughs> this is just what we understand. <laughs> but, um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm kind of like, eh, you know what I mean? Like, if he signs, eh, okay. If he doesn't sign, five, eh. five out of ten. I'm just like, I, you know, I was like you said, you were so. I was so pumped up for JJ Watt because of the veteran leadership. I thought that we needed. You were a little more excited than I was. For oh yes, I was. I was definitely. Mm-hmm. And, that, and now it
0: sounds like I'm a little more excited for cloudy than yeah. you are.
1: And it's not that I don't like cloudy It's just for me, and it's not. I'm not saying Clowney's a bust or anything of that nature, but, you know, you're the first overall pick, and what do you have to show for it? You know, you are supposed to be this freak athlete, and it's like, right now, you're just not there. I, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I'm not bashing him. You know, he's a great player. He's a great talent, but it just, he hasn't impressed me. Let's just put it that way.
0: Yeah, I guess I'm just – I'm I'm intrigued a little bit to see what he can do opposite Miles Garrett, and I know he had a great teammate in J.J. Watt uh, in Houston, but I don't know if Houston ever used him the way that they should have. They were kind of running a 3-4, and I think they put him out as outside linebacker, or they kind of moved him around linebacker and maybe even to the middle a little bit. So it would be interesting for me to see how he operates in a true 4-3 uh, and with an all-pro on the other side of him where he can't get double teamed every time. So, yeah, I mean, as long as everything checks out physically, I'll I'll celebrate a little bit for him because uh, I think it also it gives us many more options if we get him, um, many more options in the draft at 26. I don't think you're – you know, backed into a corner to
1: have to get an edge rusher. Yeah. And that's why it worries me about the bet that we made, because if you do get cloudy, I do have a feeling they might go quarterback there at 26. But yeah. we'll see. We'll see what and happens. I don't love that. But speaking of pick number 26, Brad, let's mm-hmm. parlay this over. I don't even have the the Bob Millersburg voice, but I'm going to try it. We're going to do this. Okay. Hold on. Let me, let me start out with this, Bri. And now, it's time for Big Bri's Mock Draft 1.0. So, Big Bri, I have asked you to do a mock draft. This is like your, this is truly your Super Bowl season for years with the Browns, is the draft. Absolutely. All right. So, now that the Browns are picking 26, I said, Bri, I want you to get me a mock draft. So, here we go. This is no trades, right? This is just straight up. This is straight up So this now. is 1.0. Yeah. 2.0 will, will be back out on the 20... When the heck do I come back for vacation? Is it 26th we're doing another show?
0: Let's see. The 29th is a Thursday. So
1: it'll
0: be the 26th. 27th. 27th? 27th. 27th Tuesday, I believe.
1: 27th is Tuesday. That will be Big prize yeah. 2.0 mock draft with trades. Sure. Right. So this one, right now, we have... The Jacksonville Jaguars. Who do you got there? I have. I'm gonna Justin Fields. This is gonna All be right, a little outside Here we go. the
0: box. I
1: might. I
0: might shock the world a little bit. I think they go Dylan McCaffrey.
1: Uh, shut up! Stop it with that. All right, come on. All right, Jags. I mean it's Trevor Lawrence next.
0: It's Zach Wilson next. It's Mac Jones next. Where I know those. Three All right, so game. we got the
1: Jags, unless. So the Jags, Trevor Lawrence. Yep. The Jets. <coughs> Jets, Zach Wilson. Okay. And the Niners are taking Mac Jones. Niners,
0: M- Mac Jones. I, I don't know. A lot of Ohio State fans are still holding on to the hope that maybe Justin Fields goes there. <laughs> and to be honest, I think Justin Fields is the second best quarterback in the draft. Then but... what the heck
1: is going on? Why? Why are these guys... <laughs> They, I don't know. I don't know what the Jets are
0: thinking. Um, and I, to be honest, I don't know a whole lot about Zach Wilson. Yeah, well, you know, some on. people that know more than I do think he's the second best quarterback in the draft. But um, yeah, the Mac Jones thing. I think maybe San Francisco just sees something in Mac Jones that would fit their system really well, and so that's why they went up to get him.
1: All right. So number four, we have Hot Lanna, right? Hot Lana,
0: I have. Hot Atlanta taking Kyle Pitts, Kyle Pitts, tight end, Florida. Okay, a lot of people think he's the second best player in the draft. He he didn't have any drops in in their whole season last year, and I think the gap between him and the next best tight end is larger than any other gap between uh, the top two guys at any position in the draft. So he's a stud. He's one of the best tight end prospects to come out in the last. 15, 20 years, you know, kind of like a Kellum Winslow or a Vernon Davis or one of those athletic freaks.
1: Okay. So at number five, I believe, is the Cincinnati Bengals.
0: Cincinnati Bengals, yeah. And um, who do
1: you got them taking, bud?
0: I have them right now taking uh, Jamar Chase. I, I think, um, you know, at first a lot of people were thinking Penny Sewell will go there to protect
1: i mean it's either joe an burrow. offensive lineman or a weapon right because they lost a.j green
0: right right and you know joe burrow got injured for the entire season because his offensive line couldn't protect him. and but they have jonah williams they're off their um number one pick from a couple years ago i think they also signed riley reef uh to maybe be their other tackle so maybe they don't necessarily need a tackle and I don't know. I'm sure Joe Burrow would love Jamar Chase on his team, so I think they maybe go that way and try to try to recreate the magic from LSU.
1: All right, number six, Miami Dolphins via trade. Six?
0: Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll probably say the same thing um, that I was saying for Cincinnati. I think maybe they they look for a weapon for uh, Tua. And you're looking at his two um, former wide receivers at Alabama. You're, th- you're looking at Waddle and Smith. And I, I give the slight edge to Waddle because he's maybe a little more durable, even though he got hurt last year. And he's the fastest receiver in the draft. So they signed Will Fuller. They get Jalen Waddle. They'd be blazing by every other team in the AFC East if they do that. So I'll give him Waddle. Seven is Detroit.
1: All right. I'm sorry. I didn't
0: mean to steal your no, thunder no, no. there.
1: You're all right. Go ahead. Hey,
0: if, if you have any thoughts on as no, I'm no, no. these down. No, I, you know. I,
1: I honestly think that, you know, I understand the, like the whole hype with Waddle, but I, I think that, you know, the Heisman Trophy winner is going to go there to the Dolphins. I really do because that kid catches sure. anything. But that's just me. Sure. All right. So number yep. seven, we have Detroit Lions.
0: Well, we'll uh, continue there with the uh, the Heisman Trophy winner. I'll, no. I'll have Devontae Smith going there, and I mean the the, the only knock on him is his weight, really, because he's six one, so his height isn't an issue. Just teams are scared off by his his one seventy frame. So I think maybe you know they just. Miami's worried about that it would be great pick for for them there but um luckily for Detroit he falls to them they lost Galladay this past year so they're looking for a guy and Devontae Smith I mean you look at his numbers last year and and, well he, he technically got hurt in the second half of the um national championship game so in 12 and a half games he was putting up record numbers for most pros in 16 games. He had 117 receptions, 1,850 yards and 23 touchdowns in 12 and a half games. It's like two touchdowns a game. It's nuts.
1: (laughs) All right. So at number eight, we got Carolina Panthers and they got a brand new shiny quarterback named Sam Darnold. So what do you think they do here? Do you, do you think fields goes off here to them? and they have a quarterback competition, or do you think that they uh, they go straight uh, offense too and try to help out Sam Darnold?
0: Yeah, I think I think it feels is definitely worthy of going here. But if I'm Carolina, I see what you get in Sam Darnold, and maybe you don't have to waste a high pick on a quarterback. So from them, I'd wait one more year, see how Darnold does. I'd give them Penn A Sewell here because okay. I think he's the best offensive tackle in the draft he opted out this year but he's just a monster he's like 330 he's he's a damn good uh pass blocker but he's he's an even better run blocker and i think they franchise tag their other tackle taylor morton so you give uh you give sam darnold bookends like that and the weapons they have down there with mccaffrey and uh um who's the guy he used to play with anderson robbie Anderson. Yes, and uh yes and more and i think uh i think that's the way for them to go and then number nine is denver that's where i have your boy going
1: you have a going denver Bills. really yeah
0: i mean because after you get outside the top three i don't think any of those teams really have a strong quarterback need and i don't want to give away what we can sell but i think if if field starts sliding like that somebody will make a move up to get him
1: okay so now we are at number 10 right and that is the dallas cowboys right yep that's juices team oh good god wait the cowboys (laughs) have got to do something on defense right they do yep as my
0: dog is attacking me
1: that's all Um,
0: right Sorry. Uh yeah yeah their defense it was just I mean we saw what the Browns did to them in the first half last year so they got to do something who was it was it Landry throwing touchdown passes to Odell in that game
1: yes so well their Odell, secondary Odell taking is not over that great. game what's that and Odell taking over that game
0: yeah yeah that was that was his greatest game as a Browns. yeah so. Yeah, they need help in the secondary. They lost Chidobi Owusi too. Um, so I got him taking a corner here, and sounds like the best corner is Patrick Sertan from Alabama. He's All certainly right. the best zone coverage guy, and he's a physical guy that can also help in the run. So I think uh, I think that's a pick at
1: ten. All right, And number eleven, you have that number new, eleven New York is your, favorite,
0: your favorite player in the draft. Quiddy pay. pay?
1: You got Quitty pay going that high? Quitty pay going
0: to eleven? Yeah. Really? Me and Mel Kuyper, we think we oh, think alike. Wow.
1: Get out of here with Quitty pay. All you right, know, we're, skip, we're skipping over not, that now. He, well, okay. Go ahead. <laughs> you want them to be the Browns? I know you do.
0: Uh, yeah, I hope. Well, I hope there's we'll get to them, but there's three defensive ends that are in the top tier, and I don't know if any of them fall to the Browns, but um. Yeah, they're kind of interchangeable. Quiddy Pay's kind of the the best overall defensive end, but the other guys probably have a, a higher upside. Um they just have maybe some injury concerns and they don't do everything well like Quiddy Pay does, so he's eleven.
1: Twelve. Philadelphia Eagles.
0: 12 Philadelphia I'm sure they'd love one of the uh, wide receivers to drop to him but I got them taking Micah Parsons who's probably the best uh, defensive player in the draft he's god
1: I'd love to have he's him. a freak
0: all right so Dude, he's 6'3 245 and he ran a 438 get out of here and yeah he, he he can do it all He he's a great coverage linebacker but he can also rush the passer so I'd love for, if I don't want the Browns necessarily to draft a linebacker, but if he fell to us at 26, I'd run to the podium.
1: <laughs> All right. So, number 13, we have the Los Angeles Chargers.
0: Yeah, they need offensive line help because Justin Herbert got killed last year. It's crazy that he had the success that he did. So, I'll give them the second best offensive tackle. Rashawn slater in the draft he opted out last year as well but um they're working on getting that offensive line solidified they signed Corey lindsley um i think from the packers in free agency so they got to get him some protection and and i think
1: slater will be the guy all right number 14 is that where we're at now
0: 14 minnesota, minnesota vikings,
1: vikings
0: and I'll give them the second-best defensive end, in a lot of guys' opinion. Um, in the draft, Jalen Phillips from Miami. Um, ever since Everson Griffin left uh, Minnesota, they've struggled to find somebody else opposite of Daniel Hunter. So
1: I Daniel. think Phillips is
0: a great – yeah, Daniel Hunter. <laughs> Phillips is a great fit there. He, he's kind of had an interesting journey to get to where he's at. Um, I think he had some concussion issues. He started out at UCLA when, when he came out of high school, he was like the third best prospect overall in the country. And uh, you know, he ran into some tough times and uh, maybe lost some interest in football, I think a little bit, but he he's probably the best power rushing uh defensive end in the draft. All
1: right. Number 15, the new England Patriots.
0: Yeah, I, you know, New England always seems to underwhelm. Um, It always seems like everyone wants them to do this, get, get this guy, make a big splash here, there. And then they just kind of take a guy that uh, is not very exciting. So that's what I got them taking this year. I got them taking Caleb Farley, cornerback, Virginia Tech, probably the best man to man guy in the draft. Uh, Stephon Gilmore is uh, getting older. He probably won't be there much longer. The only knock on Farley is he—he's got some injury uh, issues. He—he he had some a back surgery not too long ago. Yes, and he's going to be out for another four months. But uh, I think they rolled the dice on him. Belichick's a gambler.
1: All right, number sixteen, Arizona Cardinals. I will give them a corner
0: as well because they are about as desperate as anybody in the draft. Don't tell me, Greg
1: Newsom. What's that? Don't tell me, Greg Newsom.
0: No, not Newsom. Okay. I got him taking uh, J.C. Horn. I think he's, I think he's the last guy. I think you got Sertan, Farley, and Horn as your top tier uh, cornerbacks. And I think he goes there. He, he's a tremendous press corner uh, for him. So they got to replace Patrick Peterson. I think that's the way they go.
1: All right. So seventeen, and you got to bear with me on this one, Brian, because I've wanted to do this. For the longest time. Because I love Boomer. Mm-hmm. And it's not the same with Oakland or LA. But the Las Vegas Raiders.
0: Not bad. Not bad at all. I like it. Yep, yeah, Las Vegas. I got them taking um, Allie very Tucker. Um, USC guard. He played tackle at USC, but will probably be a guard in the NFL, probably the best guard in the draft. So uh yeah, Las Vegas, the Raiders always seem to have a good offensive line and well, they, they'll just reload
1: and they need to though because last year it was kind of a little shaky.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and they're getting older um and so yeah, I think uh beef up the middle of that line, give a uh, give Josh Jacobs a little uh, running holes for him to get through, and that's probably the identity that they want to have since Derek Carr is not a not a top 10, top 15 quarterback anymore.
1: Okay, so now we have the Miami Dolphins again.
0: Yeah, it's all about, for Miami, it's all about helping out Tua and uh, putting your quarterback in the best position to win. So I think they go offensive tackle, Third best offensive tackle. The best one left is Christian Derrishaw from Virginia Tech. So I'll have him going there to Miami.
1: All right. Next we have the Washington football team at 19.
0: Washington, here's where the fifth quarterback slides to. And, you know, maybe in 2.0 I'll have somebody else trading up to get him. But here's the landing spot for Trey Lance. Um, Just because he's kind of – he's the guy that's the most – Uh, you know, unknown of this group uh, playing at North Dakota State. He's a big quarterback, 6'4", 230, probably got maybe the biggest arm in the draft uh, as far as quarterback goes, but he only has 16 starts. He only started one game last year, um, but he is only 20 years old, so he's awfully young, and he'll probably get drafted there uh, wherever he goes and maybe sit for a little bit i forget who washington signed as quarterback do you remember no <laughs> no uh I don't. shoot who the heck do they have they brought in, it wasn't andy dalton went to the bears um crap i can't remember now That's so right. yeah he'll he'll sit for a year though i think
1: we'll have Vinny, Vinny look up the washington football team please mm-hmm. and who's their quarterback all right, so Brian, we're getting close to being pushed up on time here, bud. So we're going to speed through. Okay, I'll speed it up. All right, no, so number, number 20, 20, the Bears.
0: And now we get into the names that I cannot pronounce. <laughs> Jeremiah Owasu koromora
1: Hey, sounds Kurimo-a. good. That's the linebacker uh, from
0: Notre Dame, right? Notre Dame linebacker, yeah. He's a little smaller, 220, but a great cover linebacker.
1: All right, number one, Indianapolis Colts.
0: Tevin Jenkins, they needs they need an offensive tackle since uh, Anthony Costanzo left, so I'll give him the tackle from Oklahoma State.
1: All right, number twenty two, Tennessee Titans. Twenty two, Gregory Russo,
0: defensive end. Um, this is the the last uh, top tier defensive end I think uh, in the draft. So hopefully him or Phillips or Pay drop to the Browns, but um, I don't think it'll happen you know before the season started people were projecting him as a top 10 pick uh he opted out of the year but 2 years ago he had 15 and a half sacks so he's just a monster he's a freak athletically so I'd love to have him
1: by the way uh Washington football team has got Fitz Magic Fitz Magic that's right okay yep. so where are we at we're okay. at Tennessee
0: we are at 23 the New York Jets
1: at right, the Jets 23 Jets
0: 23 jets i'll give him carlos basham defensive end wake forest he's a little bit of a bigger guy but he's a a giant defensive end can play inside he had a great 2019 but uh regressed a little bit last year so that's why i might slip down to
1: here all right number 24 the hated pittsburgh steelers yeah and,
0: and i'll be upset if this happens but um they're looking to replace Marquise Pouncey. So I think they maybe go for the best center in the draft. Landon Dickerson, even though he's coming off of a uh, knee injury and did not play for Alabama in the college football playoff at all. But uh, he's the top center. He won the Remington award. So I think he'd be a good choice for them.
1: Okay. Number 25, the Jacksonville Jaguars
0: Jacksonville. I got them taken. uh given, uh, Trevor Lawrence, uh, a weapon. I got him taking Cardarius Tony from Florida. Uh, they got a bunch of tall receivers. He's kind of a short, shifty guy. He's kind quick, of almost too. like people compare him to uh, Percy Harvin. Okay. So you got uh, Urban Meyer down there now, so I'm sure he'd love to have him with Percy Harvin.
1: All right. And at 26, your Cleveland Browns select
0: yeah, and maybe in uh, other shows we can get into um, other guys that I was hoping that would drop here that just didn't. I mentioned the top three cornerbacks or the top three um edge rushers, defensive ends. None of them fall to the Browns, so I'll have them taking my guy that I've wanted for a while, um Christian Barmore. We need a defensive tackle.
1: All right, well, we got two old ones and a young one and we don't know another one yet.
0: Yep. Yep. We we don't have a defensive tackle for the future right now. Uh, Billings, we don't know what he's going to be. Uh, Jordan Elliott's still very young. So Barmore right. dominated the college football playoff. He, he's a good, um, pass rushing defensive tackle, which you don't see very often. He's a three down guy. He can stop the run too. Um, quick off the ball. He had eight sacks in 13 games for him. So, uh, I think he's the best defensive tackle in the draft and he could be the only one that goes in the first round. So I'd be happy to have him at
1: 26. All right. Right behind us. We have at 27, the Baltimore Ravens.
0: Yeah, I will give them, they need uh they need wide receiver help because they, they whiffed on Galladay. They whiffed on Juju. So I'll give them a guy that uh, compares to Juju pretty favorably uh, Rashad Bateman, who, Kind of struggled last year, but had a great 2019 from Minnesota.
1: All right. Number 28, New Orleans Saints.
0: New Orleans, I'll give them Jamin Davis from Kentucky, who's kind of a, a physical freak, kind of wild people, had a ridiculous uh, pro
1: day. A lot of people have that? him going to the
2: Browns.
0: Yeah, yeah. I could see that too. I just – A lot of people have the Browns taking a linebacker, but they don't realize we only really play two linebackers and we already have like three or four young guys. So they don't value linebackers the way other people might think they do, but he wouldn't be a bad pick. He's kind of leapfrogged the Zayvon Collins in a lot of people's minds just because of how gifted he is athletically.
1: All right. So we got four more left here, big fella. At 29, yeah. the Green Bay Packers. Green Bay Packers,
0: I'll give them Aziz Ojolari from uh, Georgia, linebacker. He's kind of an edge rusher. He probably would fit best in a 3-4 outside linebacker role, but um, he can get after the quarterback. I, I just don't see if Green Bay wasn't going to get Aaron Rodgers help at wide receiver last year. I don't think they do it this year. All right,
1: at number 30, the Buffalo Bills. I will give the Buffalo Bills Greg
0: Newsom because uh, he seems I think to be line up draft boards. He's a smart cornerback, and he's a guy that can play right away from uh, Northwestern.
1: At number thirty-one, Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs
0: need offensive line help to protect uh, Mahomes, as we saw in the Super Bowl, and they lost both their offensive tackles from last year, so they got to go tackle. I'm going to give them your guy, Jalen Mayfield from Michigan.
1: All right. And number 32, Tampa Bay Buccaneers.
0: Tampa Bay,
1: um, you know, I think they,
0: they're they set almost everywhere. But the only place where they can maybe improve a little bit would be uh, safety. Have a safety to go alongside uh, their rookie stud last year, Antoine Winfield Jr. So I'll give them the best safety in the draft. Who, who's a damn good safety. Um, and shore up their deep secondary, Trevon Morig.
1: Oh, the kid from TCU? TCU safety. Okay. All right, Brian. Well, thank you for your mock draft 1.0. We will have another one when we come back on the 27th. All right, so Mm -hmm. stay tuned for that. Um, Right now, Brian, you know what it's time for?
2: And now it's time for
1: Fat Boy Tuesday. All right, you know that sounder, Brian. It is time for Fat Boy Tuesday. And thank you again, Bob at Millersburg, for hooking us up with that sounder. God, I love that sounder. All right, so Fat Boy Tuesday today, and Big Brian brought this up to me. We are going to do top chicken sandwiches, fast food style. All right? So you have your Wendy's spicy chicken sandwich. You have your Chick-fil-A. You have your Popeye's. You have your armies. you have your McDonald's now, you have your KFC, you have, you name it, there's a chicken sandwich somewhere. So we are going to go through these chicken sandwiches, all right, real quickly. And then we are going to get into our top three chicken sandwiches. Okay, so right now, for some odd reason, the chicken sandwich game is just going nuts. All right, but everybody's I
0: top trying to top each other. It's a chicken war going on.
1: All right, so I understand, but you know you still have some nostalgia ones, like the original chicken sandwich from uh, Burger King. You still have mm-hmm. the uh, Army chicken sandwich, which is the bomb. All right, so Brian, explain to me what makes a perfect chicken sandwich to you. A
0: perfect chicken sandwich takes all three. You have to have a great piece of chicken. You have to, it's got to be moist, can't be chewy. Uh, you have to have the perfect amount of crunch with the seasoning, with the breading. That has to be on point. And then finish it off with a perfect bun. You got to have a nice gourmet bun, not just a typical Wonder Bread bun or, you know, knockoff, uh, you know, Walmart or Bueller's, uh uh, buns that you can buy for a whole pack for 89 cents
1: all right set the so,
0: game up on your buns
1: so now we're bringing in my cousin Vinny for fat boy tuesday so Vinny, what is your that uh, you can't go cheap all right no going cheap here <laughs> what is your perfect chicken sandwich
2: it's always about cheap
1: well i know it's always about cheap. i mean cheap and taste cheap so, and taste
2: yeah you gotta get them both in there so like probably.
1: like what do you like on your chicken sandwich bud
2: um you know, recently I, I've uh, really liked the pickles. Oh on, yeah, on the chicken sandwich, and uh, I, I haven't tried the Popeyes. Uh, my mom actually tried not too long ago to get some Popeyes, and didn't have a very good experience at the one over here. But uh, in North Olmsted? yeah,
1: yeah, I'm yeah. not going to recommend that one to so, anybody.
2: Yeah. <laughs> It's not, it's
1: not that it's not good. It's just the wait takes forever. Like I, I had to sit in line for about an hour to get some chicken tenders. It's yeah. Wow. It depends on what time you show up. Like I showed up right at five o'clock on the dot and Mm -hmm. I had to wait there for a while. So it was, it was, it was stressful, but it's uh, the food's still phenomenal. It was just one of those ones that you have to wait forever to get it. Then, you know, like, so keep going about your, so you do the pickles. So like my wife does the, uh, she likes uh, mayonnaise and pickles on hers. Yes. And she likes extra pickles on hers.
2: Yes. So, anything else you like? or uh, You know, lettuce is always a plus. You oh, know? yeah. I'm going to have lettuce. Um, I, I'm for and against cheese. It doesn't make a difference to me. Okay. I've had cheese either way. Uh, regular American or um, even some, uh, the, the Pepper Jack cheese. Okay. You know, uh, I, pepper jack I do cheese. like a little
1: spice. Okay. Nonetheless, so... So like for me the for me the perfect chicken sandwich like you said bro you got to have a good fried chicken sandwich it's got to be moist. All right. Mm-hmm. And with that moist it, it, it I hate to use the word moist. The moist moist, moist is just a weird word. All right. Stop saying it then. As you
2: say it like 5 times You're freaking in a row. me out. Moist. Moist. All right, one more moist. Time. moist. Moist.
1: I hate it. Moist. All right. So but also I am also a sauce fan on it. And if you've got, like, a garlic aioli or a spicy honey mustard or a, you know, a certain kind of sauce to go with it that makes mm-hmm. it a little bit more special, I enjoy that. But also, like, Vinny, I'm a fan of lettuce and pickles, but I'm also a fan of just straight how it comes with lettuce, tomato, onion, mm-hmm. and, then, you know, just mayonnaise or whatever you want to put on it. Also, ranch. You can go with ranch on that thing, too. Mm-hmm. So there's, you know we're trying to figure out what's going on with Vinny's microphone we might have to unplug it and then plug it back in because he's having some issues over here. So out of all the sandwiches that you have tried, Bri, all right. Mm-hmm. All right. What do you think makes the top sandwich? Is it the chicken or is it how it's presented to you? Um, so you guys
0: are talking about all the toppings and everything, and and I agree. I I'll put all sorts of toppings on there to make it better. And some of the best chicken sandwiches I've ever had have, have three, four, five different toppings on it. But when I'm when I'm judging it, I try to just judge a piece of chicken and a bun, and so that way that levels the playing field out of everybody. How's your chicken? How's your bun? And so the chicken you know, the, the moistness, like you want to say of the chicken, just to make you kind of screech a little bit more is, uh, is a big part of it. And the breading, um, you know, as long as the bread, the breading is the difference, the breading and the bun are the difference makers, the chicken, it's pass fail kind of oh, yeah. either. You got good chicken or you don't. All and right. then once you have the chicken, next next way to judge it is the breading. How's the breading? If the breading's good and the bun is just okay, then you're still gonna have yourself a damn good chicken sandwich um but the the bun is kind
1: of what sets the good from the great all right so Vinny, you want to try that yeah
2: okay there you are yeah. all I'm right sorry. um do you consider the breading as part of that meat to bun ratio that you talk about? <laughs> Oh, absolutely.
0: Absolutely. So many people want to pass the bun off as just a piece of bread. It's more than that. Right. It's
1: a difference maker, in my opinion. So, Bri, you remember when KFC came out with the uh, the fried chicken with the grilled chicken sandwich? What was the it? The double chicken. down? The double oh. down?
0: Oh, it was two pieces of fried chicken. Two fried with chicken? With like bacon
1: in between. Yes. So, yeah. what, is that too much for you?
0: It's way too much. I told you <laughs> I I never had the double down. I never ate the double down, but what I did do is I ordered the double down and I took it home and I made two separate sandwiches out of it.
1: You're a monster. <laughs> that's the way to, that's
0: that's the way America does things. You have a sandwich, no, you don't just that's eat a the, that's eat the way two you pieces do of meat and smash them together. <laughs> I'm the monster. You're the monster. What are you talking about? Spit you, don't, you just on his want beer meat on meat, meat <laughs> on meat and you want no bun at all. You call that a sandwich.
1: Uh, I'm on Get the Atkins the diet. Is that a baggie full of bacon in your pocket? <laughs>
0: yeah, it's for the dog. <laughs> all <nice>. right.
1: So, <laughs> God, here we go. All right, so we have all of these fast food restaurants, all right? And I want to bring up some notables that we got from our listeners and our boys. So we had Big Play Dave chimed in with his top three, which is absolutely Mm -hmm. fantastic. His top three was the Wendy's Spicy Asiago Bacon Chicken Sandwich. Mm -hmm. Number two was the Wendy's Just Regular Spicy Chicken. And his number one is the Arby's. Fried Chicken, the original. Okay. Then Mm -hmm. we had uh, Mike Ped said at Bojangles they have a breakfast chicken sandwich egg, bacon, cheese and a good old southern biscuit. He said pro tip ask for the blueberry iced biscuits. Now I have never ate at a Bojangles have you?
0: Never. No, I've driven past them
1: a few times know, even... traveling down south, but it, I never
2: stopped. It sounds familiar, but I, I I, don't think I've ever been there.
1: So it looks like when the fat guy goes on vacation, I got to find yeah. the Bojangles because they are not here it's... in Ohio, but if they have a blueberry ice biscuit, especially with that sam- breakfast sandwich, done. Now, hold on. The other oh, thing yeah. I want to bring up is you also got breakfast chicken sandwiches. You got Chick-fil-A with theirs. You got Whitney's with theirs. You got, yeah. um, who's the other one? I'm drawing a blank on the other one. I don't know. I didn't oh, even factor uh, in. McDonald's. I love Wendy's chicken. McDonald's has got a breakfast chicken sandwich, breakfast chicken biscuit. So, okay. Yeah, I mean, how do you feel about chicken for breakfast? I mean, we have the egg, obviously. But yeah, how do I you mean... feel about chicken for breakfast?
0: It would be it would be a third choice if I don't like any of the sausage sandwiches or the uh, bacon sandwiches, I'll get a chicken biscuit. Um, what's the delicious one from Wendy's? Um, oh, the chicken, the honey
1: butter or the maple,
0: ma- yeah, maple, maple bacon chicken, yeah, yeah that croissant, guy. something yeah. like that. Yeah, that yeah, I'll get that because I don't like their. Uh, any of their other breakfast sandwiches, but
1: you don't like their other yeah. breakfast sandwich. Oh, that's right, you're not that's egg white guy. The, the egg, not, yeah, the, uh, egg's the egg is a little funky.
0: It's a little off.
1: Jeez. Right. Um,
0: but I've never had Bojangles. Um, never been down south for that. I've never been to. What did you say? Uh, doesn't uh, Dairy Queen have a? Yeah, chicken got, breakfast sandwich?
1: No, they got the they got the chicken tenders, but he dips them in the breakfast gravy, the pepper gravy they have. Oh, I didn't realize okay. they had biscuits and gravy for breakfast at Dairy Queen. He just blew my mind with that hmm. stuff. So, hold on. And
0: a couple, couple years ago, talk about Bojangles. I went to, I was in Georgia last time, and... I stopped at a Zaxby's. Have you ever heard of Zaxby's? No, but
1: i driven by it, and I tried to talk my wife into going there, and she said no. She put the kibosh on it. She goes, we are going to Florida. We are not stopping anywhere else. I'm like, okay.
0: (laughs) Well, maybe this trip. (laughs) Hit up a Bojangles and a
1: Zaxby's. All right. I have to because, you know, like when I went down to my sisters, you know, they have canes down there before they got up here. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, well, I got to try canes then because I've never had it. It's actually really good. Now that we have yep. one open here at North Olmsted, by the way, it is over on Brook Park Road, and it is delicious. Mm. Oh, their cane sauce is the bomb. So, Vinny, what do you think about chicken for breakfast?
2: Uh yeah, you know I'm I'm a fan for chicken for breakfast. I
1: like it if it's smothered in gravy. <laughs>
2: I'll, I'll eat it. I'll eat it smothered. What <laughs> don't gravy. you like
0: smothered in gravy? Right. Hey, and you chew on leather smothered in gravy. Easy.
1: Ice cream. <laughs> Isn't that what gravy is? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I actually, I like, like gravy. you know, like, my wife and I, like, when we go out to eat, like, she loves biscuits and gravy, but even like a country fried steak gravy, mm-hmm. I, I, well, I'm fat. All right, let's just be honest. A gravy on anything, I'll take it.
2: <laughs> yeah, country barrel. You know, yeah. they usually have those uh, you know, great biscuits and gravy,
1: <sighs> stuff like that. Well, boys, why don't we get into our top three, then, while we're here? Let's do it. All right. Yeah. So, so let's go. Who wants to go first? Show of hands. You want me to go first? Go ahead. Yeah. All right. You're so, I'm, I'm going to go first. So, we're doing top three fast food chicken sandwiches. And my number three is the Rally's Spicy mm. Chicken Sandwich that you can get two for three. That thing... <laughs> I'm telling you, it, it, for a, the bang for its buck, two for three, spicy chicken sandwich, that thing is the bomb. Absolutely. And that,
0: you, that sounds like a Vinny answer, bringing up the deal on. that you can get with Hold him. on. What's yeah.
1: really funny is I think that's uh, on his list, too. That's my number one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two for two. What could be better? So for one. So my number two is the Buffalo Chicken Sandwich from Army's, And that Buffalo mm-hmm. Chicken Sandwich is really good. And I'm telling okay. you, it's, it's on point. And my number one, and I wish I had a drum roll for it, the Wendy's Spicy Chicken Sandwich takes the top right there. Wendy's Chicken Sandwich is probably one of the best chicken sandwiches. I still, I, I cannot go to Wendy's and not get that spicy chicken. So mm-hmm. those are my top three. Let's switch it over to my cousin Vinny now for his top three. Number three, uh,
2: Vinny. My number three is uh, Burger King doing the original chicken sandwich. It's a bigger bun. You get the sesame seeds. There it is, Bray. No. And you get No, it, that's garbage. Get it, that's the last. You you get you get it for a deal too, man. Two See, for five. See there it is. Oh, two for terrible. five. For they five.
0: got the
1: worst chicken sandwich. Oh.
2: All
1: oh. right. Uh, so I've number been two. A lot of them, though. Give me oh, number two. It. Oh, I
2: got you. Number two, yeah. Well, it's it's number three for a reason, there, Brian. That's why. I got. You know. you.
0: Oh, okay, okay. You're so. right. I'm sorry.
2: Number <laughs> number two, uh, Chick fil A, the original chicken sandwich. From there, Nice. There you go. And Redeem yourself. Fa- fantastic sandwich. <laughs> I don't get there nearly as often, so. Hold know. on,
1: Brad. Give him a gerbil I'll Ask you what number one is.
0: <laughs> two for three. I already know, you know. it.
1: And his Absolutely.
2: number one is rallies and checkers. Absolutely, oh Spice yeah, chicken sandwich two for three. <laughs> all right. Gotta love it. So you see where we're going at with this show, you all know. right? So let's yeah. get
1: big. Bry's top three. Give me your number three, all big right. Bryce. L-
0: let me let me save the show here. Will you guys with your discount chicken sandwich. Hey, I had guys.
1: it as number three. I had high class <laughs> in the next two. All right, calm down. <laughs> All right. Well, since I've
0: been doing Intel for a long time, the last two days <laughs> eating almost every chicken sandwich I could in Hold the on. area.
1: And people, he uh, is off of lit, so it's okay that he has fried <laughs> it's food. It's okay right? now.
0: All
1: right. <laughs> I, I'm gonna. I'm like I said.
0: I'm gonna simplify it. I'm gonna judge it based on your original, normal, nothing on it chicken sandwich, chicken and bun. So just those. Just those, that caveat of just having the plain chicken sandwich, because I love Arby's uh, chicken bacon Swiss, the the pub pretzel yeah. bun uh, one from That's what Wendy's we're doing is here.
1: fantastic. That's what yeah. we're doing here. We're doing fast food chicken sandwiches. No, I mean you're doing, I'm, I'm you trying are taking to, it to I'm a whole other level of
0: grade to the best chicken sandwich. I'm not talking who has the best toppings on their chicken sandwich. Oh, get out of here. Okay, so we're just talking piece of chicken and a bun. Uh, Number three, the original. I've loved it all my life. You can't go wrong with a Wendy's spicy chicken. Um, It's it's the standard. It's how everything else is viewed, and up until a couple years ago, it would have been my number one, but these other places, I've branched out to these different chicken sandwiches. <laughs> My number two,
1: number two, is
0: gonna be with Vinny, Chick Fil A. Um, there we go. The chicken, the chicken is spot on. It it probably has the best piece of chicken. The breading is also really good, but the bun leaves something to be desired. Though the bun is subpar, it, it's. Nothing special at all about that bun. So I dock them for that a little bit. My number one is going to be Popeye's.
1: Popeye's chicken is going to be number one, huh? Oh, yeah.
0: I mean, you're going to have to wait a little bit. Like you said, I haven't had to wait a whole lot because the one I hit up on the way home from work is in Macedonia, down 271. Usually not much of a wait. Um, but yeah, the piece of chicken is gigantic. The bun is fantastic. And it, it's,
1: it's one of it's those honey buns, perf- isn't
0: it? It's like a brioche bun. They I don't know that uh, they, they toast it or they put butter on it or something, but the, but the bun is really good. Uh, top notch. That's where they surpass Chick-fil-A for me. The fact that it's a bigger piece of chicken, I think it's probably cheaper and it has a better bun
1: all right so hold on i've been
2: i've been seeing the commercials and stuff for him too and it's really made me want to go out and 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 get one Mm -hmm. yeah you got got
0: to go at a weird hour it's just street
2: bud yeah on your way home you can grab it i'm gonna find another one to go to (laughs) they got more than just this location Uh, you don't like this location you know what i don't know you know i gotta hold on what time is it what time is is it no 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 you're Uh, good it's not a busy time.
1: time no busy time's done okay for uh, from like i would uh,
0: take a day off work and go there right in the
1: open oh, see there you go me.
2: take a day off work there you sure
1: go. ava would love that <laughs> oh yeah you don't yeah. need to tell her oh, yeah don't yeah
2: my work would love it too yeah
1: or you get a rain <laughs> day like us and we just end up at some place like that afterwards <laughs> what's what's your favorite line better it's better to ask for forgiveness than it is for permission
0: Ab- absolutely. Okay. Easier hey, to ask for forgiveness than for
1: permission. By the way, I hope my wife doesn't listen to this. I'm sorry, honey. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> it doesn't apply to wives. It you, doesn't you apply to wives. <laughs> All right.
1: It's just bosses, right? Yeah. Right. All right, guys. So we are here at the end of the show. Like I said, you can find us at Illegal Ham at Ham Illegal on Twitter, at Legal Ham to the Face on Facebook. We have a link tree out now, so if you guys want to find us podcast wise, we have all the podcasts there, and I think there's nine of them. So you got like CastBox, Pocket Cast, Google, Apple, all of them are right there, so you just click on it and go. Like us, subscribe to us, give us a rating, because that will help us out in the long run, and I truly appreciate it. Um, also, you can check out here later on tonight, uh, you can check out me and Big Bri on the Browns table later on tonight. We are going to go live at 8 o'clock. It's only like 7 now, but by the time this is out, if you haven't checked it out, check out the Browns table. It is a actual show where the fans get control of it. You can comment, you can come in, you can ask whatever questions you want. It's a fan forum, and that's what it's there for. All right, so on that note, let's get this trivia out of the road, Bri. Mm-hmm. All right,
0: okay. so there's seven. So, so I asked you for seven names. Seven names. A Heisman Trophy winner and a number one overall pick.
1: Since 99. So, I'm going to go recent. Joe Burrow. You are
0: correct. There's one. Kyler Murray. There's two.
1: Baker Mayfield. There's three. Sam Bradford. There's four. This is where I get
0: hung up. You named one of these guys to me earlier. Did I? New England Patriots quarterback. He plays for him now. He's their current starting
1: quarterback. Oh, Cam New Newton. Patriots. Cam Newton. All right. Cam so there's five. Okay. Now, so we got, some got two team. more. And they're all quarterbacks, right? They're all quarterbacks. Yep. Two more. One
0: is still in the league. And I think he'll probably be a starting quarterback this year.
1: Alex Smith. Nope. Huh?
2: Nope.
1: Didn't he win. wasn't a high school. Oh, Christ.
0: He was number one overall pick, but he didn't win the Heisman.
1: Oh, come on. All right, give me the last two. Good so guess. Let's beat this uh, up. Give me the last Fl- two. Florida State quarterback.
0: Jameis. Oh, Jameis
1: Winston. Okay.
0: And right. USC quarterback drafted by the Bengals, number one Carson overall. Palmer. In 2003, Carson Palmer. Carson Palmer. There you go. Damn you, Carson
1: at Palmer. That's seven. <laughs> All right, boys. We are here at the end of the show. We want to thank everybody for listening to us. We really do appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Two weeks, our special 50 episode. All right. Check it out. It's right before the draft on the 27th. We'll be recording. Jay, we'll be recording on the 27th. All right. Um,
0: You already gave away one uh, surprise. What's that? No, no, no. Jay's coming on. no, No, no,
1: no. I'm letting him know so he doesn't bother me on vacation. (laughs) Oh, no. <laughs> that's why. So the fat guy is going to be gone. He's going to be MIA off the grid in Virginia off somewhere the grid. doing uh, the grown ups movie in a lake house in Virginia. So if you see pictures <laughs> of me with a Kentucky fried chicken bucket on my head, think nothing of it. All right. <laughs> so we're here at the end of the show. Bri, give him a God bless. God bless you. God uh, bless America. Vinny, say good night. Have a good night, everybody. There it is. He's laughing too hard right now. I am that fat guy. We want to thank our troops. We want to thank our first responders for everything. You know, if you want to get the vaccine, we're not telling people to go get the vaccine. If you want to get the vaccine, it's your choice. All right. So go do it or not. It doesn't matter. But let's strive for a better tomorrow. Right, Brian? Without a doubt. All right. We are definitely uncorked, unloaded, and we are out. Thank you for listening. How you know you know back you know